What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got my co-host on the line tonight with me, Jay. What's going on, bro? Not much. What's going on, T? Um, as you see, you won't be with us tonight, but definitely we'll be back soon, and we definitely look forward to having them. Um, just want to quickly remind you, you can catch us on Grind City TV. That's Tuesday nights, prime time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download it on your Roku TV app. Also, you can download it on Google Play. And also, give us a follow on TikTok. That's Hold a Husband Podcast. All right, T. All right. I also want to remind you all, you can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time on the core94.com. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us late for our background audio. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to our supporters. Um, those of y'all that donate to the podcast or our cash app and our PayPal, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, anything you can afford to give, continue to give. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about attraction matters. Uh, we're going to be talking about physical and sexual attraction and how that approaches, uh, how that influences how men approach dating. Um, and that is really going to come into play uh, in our trending topics. Um, so we, we got, we got a, uh, interesting, interesting conversation lined up for tonight. Uh, but before we do all that, you know, around here, we like to discuss the trending topics or things that we've seen go viral on our timelines. Uh, and this week is kind of unique. Uh, we have two kind of conflicting, uh, people that are in the relationship space. Um, and so Kevin Samuels put out a video, uh, where he was talking to women um, about how to date without having men pressure them or the expectation for sex. Uh, so let's take a uh, So Kevin put out a video um, and he says some, you know, controversial statements in the video or things that are easy, to, I think, are taken out of context. Uh, but Tony Gaskins posted another video and responded to the video. Um, and so I actually reposted it and gave my two cents on it, but I'll elaborate after we watch it. So we're going to take a look at both videos. Uh, first, we're going to show Kevin Samuels, and then we're going to show Tony's response, and then we'll discuss it afterwards. So let's take a look. And understand, when I mean dates, I mean nighttime dates. Ladies, if you don't want, the po- if you don't want sex to be on the table, then don't go out after dark. If you go out after 5 p.m. with a man, sex should be on the menu. If you want to keep it strictly platonic, date between the hours of 12 and 3. Somebody sent me a video, and it was a gentleman telling women that if they don't want to sleep with a man, not to go on a date after 5 p.m. I'm all for personal responsibility. So what I'm finally realizing is what women have been telling me all along. Is how about we stop telling women to have these crazy restrictions and we start telling men to be more responsible, to grow up and to mature. How about we tell men that just because you take a woman on a date at 7 p.m., it doesn't mean she owes you her body. We got to do better. We got to keep growing. All right, now. <laughs> a 
lot to unpack here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot to unpack. Uh, so so bear with me if I'm long winded on this one. Um, but but a couple of things that I saw that that I deal with all the time, right? Um, when you're an influencer and you put out content, um, especially if it's content that women disagree with or criticizes women, um, a lot of people will change the context of what you actually said or the point that you were making in order to make you seem ridiculous or crazy or like you just out here putting out just illogical, ridiculous content. Um, but if you listen to, to, if you watch both clips in the clip where Kevin is talking, he's talking specifically about women that want to date, but have it as a platonic situation. Platonic means sex. There's no sex on the table. No, no possibility of sex. If you have a platonic friendship or a platonic relationship, you are buddies. You are friends on the A guy. And so he's telling women, if you don't want men, the men to view you sexually or to be trying to pursue sex, go out during the date. Go out during the time where you go to brunch with your homegirls, right? Don't go on a date night with Boo or date night with Bae and then try to treat it as if it's platonic was the point that he's making, which I think is common sense. I don't think that's illogical, irrational, or unreasonable. All right, so what Tony's re with Tony's response, I feel like that was pandering because he touched on a lot of things that wasn't said in the video. He, he, he used a bunch of extreme examples that were not stated, were not stated or implied in any way. And those are the key fundamentals of pandering, right? You're speaking yep. about the worst of the worst and et cetera. So Kevin didn't say that a woman a woman owed a man her body if she she went on a nighttime date. He specifically exactly. spoke to women that are trying to date but want to keep the, keep it on a potential. So they want the benefits of dating and they want to be able to use their attractiveness to get men to take them out, but they want to friends on it and keep it as a as a friend. And that's not what the type of men that women like are gonna do. Exactly. Go ahead, Jay. No, I'll I'll start off with Kevin Sam. I don't think he was necessarily wrong in what he said. I, I get the point, right? Because women know what, that a man wants to have sex with them. A man is initially trying to take him out in, in hopes of getting sex out of the deal, right? Rego yeah, and not necessarily time, that first date. Not necessarily right. that date. Right, right. right. Like, and, 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 and so that's what's time. annoying. That's, that's the part that's annoying, like this whole conversation. Now, are there men that feel like if they take a woman out, they deserve sex that night, yes. But it's annoying that those, those are the only men they want to talk about. What about the guys that just want to see progression? They want to find, they want to make sure that the, the sexual interest is mutual. They want to make sure that you're not friend zoning them, that you're not treating them as some platonic friend. What's wrong with that dude? It's not reasonable for that dude to not shoot his shot at women he has no interest of ever sleeping with sexually. You know what I mean? Like that's common sense. We all know that that is a but, fundamental part of a man shooting a shot at a woman. Oh, and and you know, the thing with Tony Gas, you know, we gotta do better as men. I you know, that's the part that really got me. You know, because he's focusing right. on what a particular man and oh, women doesn't oh yeah, if she goes out with you after seven. No, nobody ever said that. If she go, whether she goes out with you at a, tw let's say say twelve p.m. 
or 8 p.m. I mean, that is entitled. The sexual, yeah, and that's the that's the thing, right? If if a man shoots his shot at a woman he's so sexually attracted to, and he confirms that the romantic interest is mutual, then that means anytime y'all are around each other, sex is on the table because no there's doubt. a sexual there's sexual tension and a mutual interest. It's right. not a one-sided affair where you just got some dude that got a crush on you, taking you out and buying you shit. You know exactly. what I mean? And, and so that's the part that's like, so you 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 put out this video where you you calling out men and you standing up for women. That's the pandering shit that I be talking about, y'all. Exactly. Like, and, and then on top of that, you sprinkle in religion on top of it. Like, right? Yes, we get it, Tony. Nobody said nothing about a woman owing a guy sex. You know what I'm saying? Like. I Right. You pull in this straw argument or, or arguing against something that was not stated or implied right. in any way, which is what women do in my comments. Exactly. Listen, a man approaches a woman, she has the option to accept his advance or approach or decline it. She Correct. has the option to do that. He's not, just because he likes said woman, that doesn't entitle her to like him back. He's not entitled to that. At the no, end of the day, the woman has an option the, to accept or decline. Right, just like a man has the option to decide who he gives his time, energy, and offers exactly. to take on dates. Like, it's it's a two-way street. You both get to decide what you want to do. And so this notion that women feel or are pressured or required to do something, that's, we have, we have always said that outside of rape, women are, get to decide when or if sex happens. Exactly. That's, that's universally accepted as, as fact. And so, so whenever we have these, why should a woman have to do this? Nobody said a woman had to do nothing. But that, but when you make that argument and you have a platform, you automatically garner the type of responses what? that you're a real man, and finally a man said it. Finally, he's calling me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, even right. though we all agree that a dude, if a dude is trying to force arm or force a woman to fuck him, we all condemn that. We are all against that. We all talk about how lame that is. And we talk about how real men approach it. How that, in the, uh, our episode about what needs to be left in 2021, we talked about men need to stop pressuring women for sex. So right. it's annoying when somebody with millions of followers, make, make, all men, we just all got to do better, fellas. Now, like, when, you, when you get the fuck out of here. Right. You know, here was you gave, when you gave your two when you gave your two cents, women, what, when you said, okay, Tony Gaston is pandering, they said, well, what about Kevin Samuels pandering to the men? Oh, it's a biased opinion. And no, that's well, not I, Well, I don't think there, I don't think there is really a such thing as pandering to men. Like men, you can't just go tell a group, a whole crowd of men, oh, you're great. You're gonna be able to get the woman you want. You're gonna, men are smart enough to be able to know that that's bullshit. There are gonna right. be a bunch of dudes in the crowd that know that they don't got it like that. So right. I don't think pandering to men, if you wanna even attempt that, is not effective. But you can make millions of dollars by telling women, you, well, all women are beautiful. He'll just love every inch of you. No, he won't. No, he won't. If you look exactly. a certain way, it's going to be a very small percentage of men that are actually attracted to you. Exactly. Common sense. But, that's not something that, that's the, there's a reason women spend thousands of dollars and risk their life to become more attractive. I don't, right. I've never, you know what I've never heard of, Jay? But, I've never heard of a woman paying, paying to become fat. I've never not. heard a woman going out of her way to, to, to decrease her physical attraction. Well, I mean, listen, 
you know, there's there's many ways women can enhance their looks. You have, you know, makeup, foundation, you know, BBL, all this stuff to alter her body and make her look attractive. I mean, and I mean, it's a, a billion dollar, if not a billion dollar industry there. Yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. <laughs> but but let, let's get back to the, the to the conversation, right? right. Um, women know that dates have romantic intent. Exactly. And you know how you know how you know that, Jay? It's because when a woman doesn't like a dude or is trying to just be cool with her coworker or whatever, she'll say stuff. This is not a date. All nope. guys have heard that before. Women will make it explicit. This is not a date. You know or, what I mean? Like that's or, her, that's her way of letting you know that exactly. she's not interested in you like that. Or or let's just say a guy makes an advance or tries to plan a date and she gives a run. Oh, we'll see, maybe. And when she's giving you answers like that and give you the runaround, clearly she's not interested on that kind of love because she she was, she, you know, you can do an impromptu date that night, you know? Well, well I'll, I'll give some pushback on that. that. That doesn't necessarily mean that. It could be her schedule. It really is sporadic or unknown mm-hmm. or, or contingent on other things. So her saying maybe or let me see Friday, let me see what time, like, it could really be dependent on something else. You know what I mean? Like, so... So that's not automatically a sign of a lack of interest. Well, it could, you know I, what I'm saying? Like, I'll say this: if she has interest on that kind of, she'll find or make the time somehow, some way. Now, I might not necessarily. I wouldn't that say day. that. I, I'd say a woman that has real interest will make her reasons for not being able to do it known. She'll give True. you the details about her schedule. Like, man, it take me 40 minutes to get from there and I got to pick up my daughter, you know, to pick up my daughter yeah. by this time. Like, she'll gotcha. give you the logistics and the real solid reason the, the, or the solid the explanation as to why what you're asking is going to be difficult or impossible to do. You know what I'm saying? She's like, but by the time I get home, it's going to be around 7 o'clock that you know how trapped. Like, she can give you an explanation that'll explain to you True. why she can't meet you at 7 or 8 or whatever the case may be. Like, so... A woman that's just giving you a vague response with no details, that's that may be interpreted <laughs> as a lack of interest. But you don't want to give absolutes like that because women treat stuff like that like they cut off dudes for, for, for bad reasons already. Yeah. Um let's let's keep the ball rolling, man. Uh we we we'll be getting to a more discussion about attraction a little bit later. Um it, we try to respond to questions that we get in our DMs. Uh, so if you are interested in submitting a question to us, make sure you hit us up on Instagram, slide in our DMs, um, and we'll try to see if we can get you on the show. Uh, what we got in the DMs this week, Jay? We got our we got our first question. We got Emily from from Hot Atlanta. Shout out, shout out Atlanta. You know, we got a okay. definitely got a lot of listeners out there. You know, hey, y'all got to book us out there one of these days. Um, so she wants to know, she says she's dating somebody. She wants to know, what are the signs that a guy's into her? He's going to show interest. Um, <laughs> he'll reach out to you to communicate. Um, he'll, if you are able to communicate, he'll try to suggest times that y'all can be around each other or do do things. Um, those, those are the signs that a guy's an interest. But the fact that he got your number or initiated some type of conversation with you was a sign that he's interested as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if a guy's interested, he'll definitely show it in different ways. You know, he wants, obviously he wants to see you and spend time with you. He, he would, he's going to devote, you know, time, even money and resources to seeing you and 
you know, trying to make you happy. Cause you and it ain't gotta you, be a lot. Gas, yeah, exactly. time, energy, uh, you know what I'm saying? Giving you his attention. He, he like, and, and it, sometimes it'd be, it be stuff that a woman may not really realize that a guy's doing that's showing interest. But like, for example, a guy invite you over or something while a playoff game or something is on. Like somewhere he really don't, don't really want to be dividing his attention. Like a dude that'll yeah. ha- allow you to, to be on a date or consume some of his personal time. Those are signs of interest as well. Absolutely. What else we got, man? We got a, we got our next question. We got we got Tiffany from the Sunshine State of Florida. Um, and she okay. wants to know: Do do men pull away when they have a lot on their minds? Uh, I would say, yeah. I, okay. I think most guys become kind of introspective and quieter if they're yep. stressed out or dealing with something. Um, guys just really don't have the freedom to just go around voicing their emotions and I'm so <laughs> angry and I'm so hurt and I'm so this. Uh, right. A guy will will be viewed negatively and will lose respect from uh, from women and men if if that was his demeanor. Um, right. Men that are that are just overly emotional and lack lack control of their emotions to some degree um, is viewed negatively. You know those are. Those are weak traits from a male perspective. Um, Absolutely. So, so trying to figure the situation out, think what the you know, think about the solutions or different alternatives. That's something that uh, most guys do when they're dealing with something. Right. I mean, like I said, every guy has a different way of dealing with stuff. Whether you know, maybe he's going through something, maybe at his job, maybe death in the family, whatever the case may be. Everybody deals with it differently some men might be closed off some might, might express it so everybody everybody's different you know like you said uh, yeah as long as he's doing it in a healthy way he ain't being violent he ain't being disrespectful he ain't doing nothing crazy then how he did you know he might roll a blunt he might go huh. sit and play basketball he might work out like different guys deal with stress and in, in turmoil differently but in general is not something that guys really want to talk a lot about, especially if you really ain't got no answers or no no solutions. You know, right. that's kind of that's kind. Of, those are usually the situations that you just kind of keep to yourself because when you're talking to somebody about a situation that's an impossible fix, you're really just whining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like man, I'm just so tired of being black. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like and, and, no, and for what it's fair. You know what I mean? Like. I, 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 and for, this, for what it's worth, women don't want that man that's, that's whining about those kind of things that he can't control or just whine about things in general and has not one solution for, for any of those problems. I mean, a woman doesn't want to, want to be with a guy like that anyway. Yeah, I mean, I would much rather a dude be quiet and not, not be uh, causing problems or making things worse uh, because when you in a stressed out situation, that's usually when you most likely to say something you regret. Um, and so allow him his space to, to handle it, how he handled it. Um, even though there are a lot of guys that could probably use therapy or counseling, if it's something serious that yep. they're dealing with, um, talking to the, I think most guys are more likely to talk to their homies or their cousin or somebody than to talk to, they, to a, a woman. Um, because... Right. Women usually don't have a lot of answers for the, the issues that men have. And especially yeah. you know if the issue he's having involves you. 
Right. And you know, and you know what you know what else? A lot of times men men tend not to, not to want to be, you know, vulnerable or let's just say uncomfortably vulnerable to a woman. Because a lot of times let's be let's be real here, a lot of times women tend to use that against the guy you know, if things go yeah, if things go it's, south. It's evidence, it's labeled yeah. as evidence for sure. Yep. So uh, don't think nothing of it. I, I wouldn't say that that's a, that's a, a problem area or anything, but that is very common among men. No doubt. All right, y'all. We about to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about our topic tonight: attraction matters uh, and how physical and sexual attraction impacts the dating world. Y'all are tuned in to the Hold a Husband podcast. We'll be back momentarily. Hi. I'm relationship coach and author Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book, It's Not That Complicated, is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships. And I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes. All you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. Tonight, we are talking about attraction matters and how physical and sexual attraction impacts the dating world. Now, from a male perspective, we, we know men are visual creatures. We see what we like and those are the, that, that spark is what initiates us to take action. Whether that, you know, action results in something is largely going to be in the man's response and what he brings to the table. Uh, but women know how to make themselves more desirable to men. Uh, men are easy creatures to attract. You know what I mean? Like most yep. women don't have to do a whole lot to get guys that are interested in them, you know, be based off their physical features. So majority of it is natural for women. Um, I would say from, from a guy perspective, um, I think it's easier you know, as far as attraction goes, because right. guys' success is not as reliant on physical looks. Now, don't get me wrong, the, the more attractive a man is, the easier his path will be. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he'll have a higher rate of success and more women will flirt and show interest in him, et cetera, and be responsive to his, the shots he shoots. Um, so it, it definitely works. It, it definitely helps. Um, but even those things can can uh, be negated if a dude doesn't have the communication, if he doesn't have the swag, if he doesn't have the intelligence to be able to reach women on lots of different levels. So there ain't looks can can be very beneficial to a man, but it's not the end all be all. Right. Yeah, I think looks looks on a guy it doesn't go over like same way as it does for a woman. All a woman has to do is look attracted and that'll just get her in the door. For a man, I think, let's just say you're not considered as attractive. If you can talk, if you're intelligent, you know how to talk to women. I mean, that's half the battle right there. Yeah, just and being well-groomed and well-dressed yeah. will, will, will put you up a notch. Where you're yeah. out in public, where you where women see you, where they see your style. They see, like, just the 
almost everything men do is to make themselves more appealing to women. If, if we it was just a guy society, I don't think we would we wouldn't be paying money for haircuts as often. And <laughs> exactly. All the stuff that we do is 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 to present how you present yourself to women, at least for straight guys anyway. Um, and so when we see all of the stuff that women do, you know, what I mean, it seems like extremely excessive and extremely expensive. Uh, once you peel back the curtains and you see everything right. that's really going on. Um, when we talk about physical attraction uh, and sexual attraction from the male perspective, there's it, it, it seems like the conversation always kind of jumps to a that's all they care about, which ain't really the case. Um, in the case of dating, right? Where a man is taking a woman out and a woman's deciding whether or not she's going to have sex with the man. I don't think most guys expect sex almost instantly, but they do want to see progressions that in signs that that the romantic interest is there, like the hug at the end of the night, a kiss at the end of the night, touching his thigh, being able to rub on your legs, like little stuff like that that shows a guy that that y'all are on the road to sex. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No. The like the. Guys want to see that the physical attraction and you know the, the sexual tension, for lack of a better word, is mutual. You know, she I, want you know, obviously she knows. Okay, he wants he has sexual interest and wants to have sex with, but a guy wants to see that it's mutual. He don't want to just be taking a woman out and she ain't got no sex. And all she giving him is say, hey, thank you for dinner. And going right. about her business, see, you know. See, <laughs> now we know women will do those go out on dates with guys just to finesse them out of free food and all that. <laughs> And so, so from a guy perspective, I will say it's, it's you're responsible for that. You should be able to gauge when a woman is interested in you genuinely or not by the time right. you're an adult, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I still don't understand, like, if a woman's attractive enough, like, I, I, I don't understand why they want to keep, they, they try so hard to remove sex if their goal is to be with a man. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it seems like oxymoronic. Like it, it, it does. I, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand the logic behind it. But I, from women's rationale, I see it. Okay, I don't want a guy to just want just sex from me, or just want me for just sex. And I don't understand it because a guy. I always, I always explain to women all the time. A guy initially talks to you based on whether or not he wants to have sex with you. So right. I don't and see and another thing to add to that. I hate the phrase just sex because exactly. it's extremely, extremely rare for a woman's encounter with a man to be just sexual. That's usually a prostitute or some woman <laughs> in the sex industry. What? In almost every other scenario that you can think of where a woman ends up having sex with a man, they did several things besides have sex. They done went several places. They done went out to eat, went to the movies, went bowling, went here, been at the party. Right. Like, how it how he, he was interested in all those things, he's, but but if he says something about sex now, that's all he wanted. Wait, like you know what it is like, okay, yeah, you spent time with her. She's not looking at that. I think what it is is she if she doesn't get the result she wants out of the situation, that's what it goes to. Well, it it was just sex. Oh, oh, if you wanted just sex, mind you just say that. When we know that's right. like kids, like you said, he's spending time with her. He's you know, say to go out on dates and everything. Listen. That's time he's taking out of his day. That's time he's doing something and, else. 
that's other pussy he's probably passing up. Like that's exactly. the part that exactly. like women love to, to throw it up that they got multiple men yep. that want to sleep with them. But when you dating a dude that got options and, and is really attractive on the dating scene, he's passing yep. up other women exactly. to hang out with you on Friday or Saturday or whenever yep. he's linking up with you. And that's exactly so, where I was going with that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so you know, there's a common saying from from the male perspective when it comes to choosing who you spend your time with don't pass up some for show pussy for some more pussy right right basically meaning don't pass up a woman that you know for a fact is interested in you sexually for a woman that you hope is interested in you sexually um that's 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 something i learned in high school you know you, you're always better off going on the vacation or doing something with a chick you done smashed already or has made it very clear that y'all the sexual interest right. in is mutual right yeah you give don't give up you know the short thing for something that's you know that's a toss-up at best but you know but you know it is with, with a lot of men you know it's, it's that thrill of getting some new pussy i think a lot of men like so they'll try to go okay hopefully i can She'll she'll give it up to me this time around. Yeah, I can I can understand that. There there is a lot of excitement into that. Um, and the way that dating situations just flourish naturally, right? You out somewhere, you saw her, y'all laughed, y'all flirted, whatever the case may be, and then you go from that to a week and a half later, you smashing like right. that. That puts you on an emotional high, like the fact that you confirm that you're you're physical attractive enough to, to pull a woman like that like that your swag is enough your conversation that you you're me you still got it if you're able to consistently do that um so that's why it can, it can be so addictive for a guy you know and when i get asked about that like it's not usually the just the sex itself like it's the entire process and it's so addictive and it's so hard to get rid of it because it's something that can't be replaced by a committed relationship. Exactly. Like having a girlfriend don't give you the same thrill as fucking the new chick that you met at the party or right. smash, because, smash your homeboy's new girl's sister right, or friend right. and stuff like that. Especially, okay, you, you have a, ro- you, let's just say you have a five-one rotation. Okay, one falls out and now you're trying, now you're looking to get a new, add a new one to rotation. They get excited because you're like, damn, all right, I can get her. Let me let me see if I can get this one. All right, I got five. Let me see if I can get six or seven on rotation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, now when we're talking about attraction, there there's some mixed messages, I think, that are being sent by women, right? Right. Uh, because I'm there, I'm pretty sure we've all heard the phrase apply pressure. They want men to apply pressure show their interest make it known that their interest plan dates they they they, you see all these type of memes and quotes talking about men applying pressure right but then on on the flip side once a man starts applying pressure now he's thirsty now he's you know what i'm saying so it's like you get criticized if you for for showing the, the interest or applying the pressure and then you get criticized if you don't as well and so i i it's like it's, it's like this. It's like damned if you do that, damned if you do. Because obviously, women want a guy to pursue a, pursue them and and want them. They want to be. They want they want a man to show that that he desires her. But but then I guess the flip side of that, they don't want a guy that's overly aggressive, that over or seems thirsty for. Or they, I think it's more 
predicated on whether the woman's attracted to them or not. Oh, True. they don't want the dudes that they're not interested in expressing interest in them. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. The, the guys that they grossed out by or turned off by. But let a dude with money flirt with them or say the same thing and it's all good. Let a celebrity say it. Let, yeah. let, the, let, the, let the rich dude send a dick pic. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and their energy will be drastically different than the guy oh, no. that. Uh, and so I, I think that it's largely dependent on how interest the woman is in the guy. Um, when we are talking about attraction, you you oh, when you are in a serious relationship, a relationship that you expect to, to last five, 10, 20 years, etc. There, there are going to be changes in your appearance. You're naturally no, no. going to age. You're gonna your weight may fluctuate depending on your lifestyle. Um, it, you owe it to yourself and your partner to do what you can to maintain your attractiveness. Absolutely. Whether that's working out, whether that's taking care of your skin, whether that's making sure you get your hair cut or done, or whatever the case may be, because. You don't want, it's already enough temptation in the world with other attractive people. You yep. don't want to be somebody that your partner look at and they disappointed or they're turned off by you. Like, I think that's kind of the worst space that you can be in in a relationship. Have somebody that they disgust you or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. No, I, I, can't, I, I can't imagine I, that. No, I, I definitely agree. And you, and you see, I get especially with you see this more with women, you know, after they get initially get the guy or even get married, have a couple of kids, some just you know kind of just let themselves go and don't don't keep the same attraction they did to initially get that man or, or get the man to commit well, to them long term. In a lot of a lot of ways, that, that it makes sense why that happens. Mm -hmm. um, the the transition from a girl, woman being single to becoming a mom her yeah. that it, it it changes and it's such a drastic change on her mm -hmm. if she's a if she's a good mom let's let me throw that qualifier out there <laughs> right. but if she's a, if she's a good mom her time is going to be and attention is going to be taken in all kind of different ways so yeah. i can understand why a woman would gain some weight and have difficulty getting back to her pre-weight pre loss um especially as you get older um, so, so that's usually the, the, the struggle that the, the new mom finds herself in. Not only do you have to lose the weight from the baby, you know what I'm saying? You have to find the, the time to work out, the energy and all that to all the additional duties that you got going on. So I, I can understand it, um, but it's possible. I know lots of women that or have been able to do it. If you have a supportive man in your life that can take some of the burden of parenthood off, off your shoulders or can bear it with you, um, I think that puts you in a better position to do so. Right. Uh, now, when we're talking about physical attraction, uh, the biggest difference between physical attraction for men and women is women in this era more than ever have been able to monetize their attractiveness. Um, yeah. That we got all just through Instagram, only, only fans. Fans, <laughs> just all type of different platforms yep. where the more attractive you are, the more eyeballs you're going to garner. And some women are taking it to the extreme with the things that they do and the things that they're willing to do to get that the money and all that that comes with that attention. Um, right. Other daughters, sex scenes, and only fans pages, and right. things of that nature. Well, well, right, but think about this. 
prostitution is the oldest profession. So, you know, True. women having sex, it, it was always able to be monetized, you know, from the, from I mean, the beginning true. of time till now. True. I mean, the, but that came with, back in the day, that came with such a negative stigma. Right. Um, you know, but but you're right. Now it's it's more discreet. A lot of the interactions can be done online. So yeah. it's not as, you know, intimate. Um, and, you know, some women can hide their identity. You know, they don't have to yep. use their real names or whatever the case may be. Um, so there's a, there are a lot of things that go into why women would spend so much money on making themselves more attractive. What do they what do they always say sex sex sells, you know. So yeah. uh, you know so you know and I think you know in I you know, t- in today's day and age, you know, some things get overly sexualized and just even stuff you see on a regular basis, even see on T V or even in commercials. Where yeah, it's I, mean, I don't I really don't think there's nothing that can be done about it because, like, you right. know, it's like trying to put the, the toothpaste back in the tube. Right. Think, uh, think about what, what made the internet, I mean, the thing that made it, really made the internet popular was porn. Porn. Yeah. That's what blew the yeah. internet up. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, man, porn and sexuality, um, it's, it's natural, you know, so trying to control or restrict it is going to be very, very impossible to do. Um <laughs> The, the general population is going to have sex and they're going to try to operate in ways that attract the opposite sex. So that that's why when we talk about attractiveness, it's so disingenuine when women say stuff like they only do it for themselves or they only dress a certain way for themselves. It's like, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah, true. you can take pride in how you look, but you like the feedback you get when people look at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, because body language accounts for 75 to 80% of our communication. So if everywhere you went, everybody was, oh, they was just frowning up and making all kinds of disgusted looks at you. I guarantee you, your your the way you feel about how you look or what you're wearing is going to be different. And so women that, especially the women that are overly sexual and draw attention to their tits and ass and all the time, don't get me wrong. I'm an ass person, so I, I'm a look. You know what I'm saying? I, yes, I'm a look. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm not finna subscribe to your OnlyFans. I'm not finna pay for it. I'm not finna do none of that. Like, it's, it's, I guess the guys that are date attractive women in real life, it's, it's not, like, we're not as drawn to it like we were saying, talking about when we were had a Mr. Macari on. Right, the, those I mean, guys that that ain't living that I mean, man. I mean, at the end of the day, a guy that has no problem getting women is not going to. He's not going to see any logic in paying for an OnlyFans or hell, even paying for sex for that matter. Because he's like, okay, I can I can get women. Why am I paying for it? True. I mean, like like I said, we talk about this all the time. Like. Are you paying for your normal lifestyle or are you specifically dropping money for sex? I think exactly. most guys look at financing their lifestyle, drinks, entertainment, you know, things of that nature, uh, hosting people at his house, stuff that he just does on a normal basis. If he's doing it for a woman he has sexual interest in, he's not going to have a problem with it. Um, exactly. And the, the, the guys that are successful have learned 
how to behave in a way that increases their their success with women. So they're not pressuring women and, and creating the type the type of situation where you owe me sex or you got to have sex <laughs> with me today. You know, what I mean? right. like they're not, they're they're past all that. Right, which would speak to to the you know the early topic of you know women going out at night here. Like like I said, a guy's not gonna go and say, "Oh, you went out with me after seven, so you owe me sex." Right, I mean, he knows if the woman is is a, if, obviously if the attraction is the, the, the sexual attention is mutual, he knows he'll get it. He's gonna get it at some point. Like like you said earlier, if you see if he sees it's progressing to that, or his time and energy is gonna get redirected. It's, right. it's a real simple fix like but the smart men I was always on a quest to try to figure it out sooner rather than later like I'm cool with being rejected I'm cool with you not being interested in me for, for whatever reason you know what I'm saying like I don't really care what the reason is right. exactly. like, I mean at the end of the day listen you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea I know I ain't going to be everybody's cup of tea so and listen even for the men that do get women they know not every woman, you know, let's just say that they go to a club, they meet a woman that they attract to and try to get her number. It might not always work. She might be like, hey, I got a boyfriend or she might just, you know, reject his advance for whatever reasons. Right. I mean, you just got to be able to close a certain percentage of deals and it could be a small percentage, 10%. If you, one out of 10 women, if you, if one out of 10 women that you shoot your shot at end up having sex with you, you can leave I mean, with it. Even if, let's just say, if you get four out of ten, it, hell, in basketball, if you shoot four from, from ten from three, that's a pretty good percentage. Yeah, I mean, it's a good percentage in real life too because there's there, you're, there's the number of women you can shoot your shot at is is gonna be unlimited. Right. You know what I mean? Unless you just live in some really rural area or something. That, that <laughs> but if you live in a exactly. city, you're always gonna be able to meet attractive women. And if you a man that is even halfway decent or got your shit together, you're going to appeal to a large percentage of them because right. the things that they look for in guys are pretty consistent. Right. Especially, especially, if you, especially if you live in a major metropolitan area, you know, New York, Houston, Dallas, Miami, you know, you're definitely more attractive if you just have, if you have, your, you have your own and you're doing your, you know, you have your stuff together and you're doing your thing there. It's always attractive. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be throwing nope. money. You don't have to do none of that to be successful with women. If you can hold a decent conversation, you can provide a, a you know an interesting vibe when when you're around her. That's more than enough to get get you in the panties. Just as long as you don't mess it up. Right. And and those are the things that you should have been learning in high school. What you shouldn't say. What you shouldn't do. You know um, what? I think, I would say, I think a lot of times, man, on that, I would say late teens to maybe early 20s. That's where I really learned, you know. That's where you, I, be, I mean, you're, you you transition from dating yeah. girls to grown women. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it is, it's, gonna, it's definitely going to have to be different. Yeah. You know, because, a lot of it for me was, you know, trial and error through, through like I said, late teens or, you know, early, early into, you know, mid 20s there. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, to me personally, I think just as a black man dating at an HBCU, I think it, it tests your dating skill. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like so survivor for dating. You know what I mean? You just, they're, they're, now there are a large number of attractive women 
but there's oh, no, so no. much competition for them um, that you have to be kind of elite as far as, as as what you bring to the table and, and how you approach dating. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, no doubt about that. Especially on HBC, especially at the HBCUs. Yeah, I, you know, I've been on a, a good number of, especially you know, when I was in the South Station North. So I would, you know. Like sometimes I would go to Norfolk State or Hampton just to try to get the women on those campuses, try to try to see whose number I can get, shoot my shot and shoot my shot. And, and hey, for what it's worth, it will work. You know, just like you said, the numbers. You know, hey, listen, if I shoot my shot at ten of them, hey, I'm trying to get hey three or four of them. One or two, just one yeah. or two. Man, you <laughs> exactly. don't need a lot. You know what I mean? Like, and and the guys that condition themselves to think like that, they don't. They not mad if you curve them. They not. They not hurt if you you don't have sex with them. They're not pressed if you don't have sex on the first date. Like that, when a guy can get in that space where he can just focus on making sure he's attractive and he's doing his thing and paying attention to the signs, the women that are flirting or, or showing interest in him, his dating, his dating rate is going to be extremely successful. No question. All right, man. Look like uh, we are up against the clock. So we're about to be getting up out of here. Uh, before we go, uh, I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all of our supporters that have been donating to our PayPal and our Cash App. Uh, keep the donations coming. Anything you can afford to give, we appreciate. Uh, Jay, man, I appreciate you linking up with me uh, so we can get no this doubt. knocked out. Uh, I'm looking forward to when we get EV back. Uh, yes, get the trio going uh, again. Uh, yeah. But this is this has been another episode of the Hold a Husband podcast, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.